before that, Colossians chapter number 3 tonight, and we're going to continue with uh, our thoughts from this morning and uh, cover some things that we didn't, uh, as well as just a three-point, I guess, uh, uh, message at the end and some guidelines uh, that are laid out for us as we do everything uh, for the Lord. Uh, and uh, this morning, I, I guess I titled it one way. I'll, I'm going to retitle the message for you guys back there. Uh, it's part one and part two, just called The Word, Worship, and Whatever. And so if you'll put that on there, and we will uh, we'll have uh, the second part here and focus on uh, more of the whatever uh, here tonight as we get there. But we're going to read our text. You can remain seated this evening as we read beginning in verse number 16. The Bible says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. And then we're going to continue reading a little bit and we'll touch on some of these things because the Scriptures are saying whatever we do, we're supposed to do all. Uh, all of it for the Lord, right? And so how many of you agree? That's Bible, amen. So do, do it all for the Lord. Verse 18, uh, wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands uh, as it is fit in the Lord, all right? Uh, you're supposed to, uh, uh, wives, obey your husbands as unto the Lord. Uh, and uh, that's what he says, everything. Uh, and, uh, and then, by the way, uh, giving thanks and doing it heartily. Uh, so not half-heartedly. All right, a couple of guys said amen. Uh, wives weren't, I weren't going to hear any amens right there. Uh, but it's whatsoever you do. And by the way, um, if you have difficulties in a relationship, in your marriage, uh, when you, um, uh, many times, if I'm giving counsel, I'm like, hey, you just need to, uh, you need to love him and obey him. Or if I'm talking to the fellow, same thing, and you do it for the Lord. He's like, he doesn't deserve it. It's not for him. You're doing it for the Lord. And, and, uh, and when we obey the Lord in those areas, there's something that God does in our, in our hearts where the peace of God gets shed abroad. And, uh, and, uh, and you will, uh, you will uh, begin to, you're, you'll see your emotions uh, even switching uh, in that regard. Uh, husbands, love your wives in verse 19 and be not bitter against them. Uh, you're supposed to do that uh, as uh, unto the Lord. Everything in word and deed, giving thanks to the God and the Father by Him. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. All things. Clean your room. Uh, go to school. Uh, pick up your stuff, whatever. Mow the grass. Um, you know, be quiet. <laughs> you know, uh, let's play the quiet game. How many of you played that with your kids? I played that a lot with my kids in the car. Uh, obey. Uh, and you're supposed to do it. I say, you don't know my dad. He's, a, he's mean, or my mom's crabby, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Obey him, because you do it for the Lord. And you can't be right with God, uh, young people, if you're not right with your parents. And so you do it for him. Uh, and we're supposed to love uh, husbands. You uh, are supposed to love your wives uh, when she's unlovable. Uh, your uh, uh, lady is supposed to respect your husband when they're unrespectable. And you do it for him uh, the Lord and not for each other. Fathers, verse 21, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the re uh, knowing of the Lord you receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. He that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. There's no respecter of persons. Uh, we could part there for a while. Uh, there's uh, people say, well, you know, we just don't like, uh, you know, feeling bad about stuff. 
uh, or uh, call it shame-based preaching. But here's the deal. Uh, if you do wrong, you're going to receive for that wrong. Uh, and I would much ra- rather be warned from the Word of God uh, that, uh, that what I'm doing is bad so that we know the, fact, the Word of God there, the law is to make things uh, sin exceeding sinful. Uh, it is there for us. We're not uh, to work. It's law and grace and we parse words and all this, but the bottom line comes into the fact that you have to obey the Word of the Lord. And, uh, and so it doesn't matter if you're dispensationalist and you're not under the law and you're under grace and liberty and license and all the things that we uh, blovate about. Uh, it is the, the bottom line is you've got to obey God and you've got to obey Him, whether it's duty-bound obedience uh, or love-based obedience. Obedience still needs to be there. Uh, it's just kind of like, hey, um, you know, uh, you just got to get it done. And uh, when you stand before God and you say, God, I just didn't obey you because my heart wasn't in it. Uh, isn't going to cut it. Uh, you got to obey them anyways. Uh, and, uh, but I just people just debate and argue about uh, all the silly things. Just read your Bible and obey the word of the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and that's a great place to start. So uh, he says that we're all things and we're supposed to do it heartily as to him. Uh, so the word translated spiritual kind of go back over some of the, the definitions because we focus more upon uh, the worship side uh, of this admonition here and our responsibility uh, one to another. As I alluded to in the illustration about uh, the song of, uh, of uh, how God can take care of you. Uh, we teach and admonish one another in songs, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, uh, we do that for each other. It's not just the song leader, just not uh, the person singing the special. We do that, and the Scripture says <clears throat> that we are to emphasize some things. So the style of singing, not talking about uh, musical style, right? Uh, there's, we could go days and days and days about uh, musical style. Some people like certain things. Other people uh, don't like th- those same things. Uh, and, uh, and there's a subjectiveness to all of that. However... Uh, I believe that there is music, regardless of genre and style, uh, every single style that, that does not belong in a worship service of a church, all right? And uh, because it does the, the, it's not music that glorifies God, there's not a, there's not a spiritualness about it, it's, it's secular uh, in its totality, and it doesn't belong in a worship service and offering it to God. Uh, it's obviously, music that has uh, lyrics that... Uh, that are off and vulgar or whatever has no you have no place as a Christian even really uh, thinking about it singing it uh, but it has no place in a, in a worship service in church. Uh, <clears throat> having said that, there are things that you might listen to uh, in gospel music uh, outside of a worship service that in and of itself might not be sinful. It just doesn't belong in church. Uh, and there are things, there's like quartet groups and different things. Uh, I, I enjoy listening to them, uh, but I would never invite them uh, to sing at Berean Baptist Church for worship service. Because when I listen to that music, <clears throat> I enjoy it. It's for me. Uh, are you following me? Uh, I'm, I'm listening to it, uh, and I'm blessed by it. Uh, and those words speak to my heart, and that's why I'm listening to it. I like it, uh, and it helps me uh, as, uh, because I enjoy what I'm listening to, but doesn't belong uh, at an 11 o'clock service on Sunday. All right? But it's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not sinful. Uh, it just doesn't lend itself uh, to service. And there's a lot of things that we could say uh, about uh, <clears throat> the world even <clears throat> that needs to stay out <clears throat> of the service. That is getting better, and I'm getting sick again. So when we talk about the attitude or the style, uh, it's, it, I'm saying why we do it. 
And the Bible says we do it to the Lord. You sing for the glory of God. Uh, a lot of singing in church, especially solos and musical groups, and uh, not singing for the Lord's glory, but for their own. Uh, and, uh, and you can always, uh, not always, but it, sometimes it's very apparent uh, when someone's singing for themselves uh, and not for the Lord. So I said, our worship service is for Him, uh, and uh, it's not for, for us, but our singing's not for us. Uh, I think our singing should be polished, and I think that you should practice, and I think that you should give your best and do everything as hardly as to the Lord. Uh, but uh, but if uh, if we make a mistake or uh, or uh, you know something you know something happens, it's not the end of the world, and uh, we need to remember. And by the way, I'd rather have somebody uh, up here singing a special uh, that loves Jesus. I don't care how polished they are. If they're not, if they don't love the Lord and li- and live for the Lord, I don't want them up here. Uh, that's just the bottom line. Uh, what good is it to have somebody uh, uh, perform a song in a church? Uh, and uh, and that's where that's where we mess up. Uh, people who are just uh, trying to they have a talent, they have a gift, uh, but they know they do, uh, and they are singing for themselves or playing for themselves, whatever the case may be. So the Lord says it's for Him, for His glory, uh, to the Lord. The second thing uh, deals with grace, singing with grace. Uh, the Bible says back in our text, verse 16, Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And we know that we're supposed to sing hardly as to the Lord uh, and not unto men, as the Scriptures uh, continue with that thought. Uh, uh, but it's grace. Ability, ability is not to be ignored, but grace is more important than ability. Uh, and however, if you lack ability, don't use grace uh, to insist on singing in the choir uh, and uh, or singing a special, it's like, well, um, you know, uh, I just want to sing it for the Lord. Uh, ability uh, is important in when it comes. So grace uh, is, as we describe it, is this: we sing to the Lord with grace uh, in our hearts. That's the grace that is supplied by the Holy Spirit uh, to a yielded saint, a surrendered saint. When you sing to the Lord with grace in your hearts. Uh, it is, it is, uh, it's a, um, what God gives us. It's His grace. It's a particular grace to a yielded saint. Uh, it's the grace that God gives us for daily living. It also means thanksgiving. It's the same, uh, same words. Uh, our singing should have uh, or should be done for the sole purpose of bringing glory to God. And there's a difference from, between a yielded saint and the grace that God gives us and the grace that we should sing in and some of the things that we would see on television and sports or whatever. Like, you ever heard a football player, uh, uh, I've heard some say, you know, uh, just give glory to the Lord. And I'm like, amen, that's good. I think you should, you know, it's hard to, should be at church on Sunday instead of playing football, uh, and, uh, in my own opinion. Uh, but, so, but I understand what it's saying. It's going to give great, uh, we just give all the glory to Jesus. Praise the Lord. And then you'll have another athlete that says something like this. <clears throat> I just want to thank God for, uh, uh, you know, all the talents that he give, he's given me. All right, it's just like he's pointing out that he is a gifted athlete uh, and, uh, and he's not really giving glory to God, he's giving glory to himself. Uh, but we, uh, we can do the same thing in our church services. And, uh, and we've got to be very, very careful. So the grace that we sing with 
uh, is uh, the grace that God gives us. He supplies that to a yielded saint. God, uh, I want to sing this song for you uh, and to you. And God, help me as I do that. Uh, maybe help my, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've got a froggy voice today, and so uh, it's help me to sing well. Uh, but it isn't so that it's necessarily pleasant to you so that you can come up and say, uh, boy, we really enjoyed that song. Just like, just like someone comes and says to me, hey, really enjoyed that, that sermon. Well, praise the Lord. Somebody comes up to you and says, I enjoyed that special. Praise the Lord. You give glory to God. Uh, you know, you always say, yeah, I know, it was good. Um, you know, you know good music when you hear it. Uh, and uh, praise the Lord. You are, I, I'm so thankful that you're an astute, uh, you know, listener of, of good godly singing. Uh, and, uh, but that's sometimes the attitude that you might get uh, from someone. So it's singing with grace. Uh, and, uh, and it says, in our words need to be in wisdom. And it says admonishing. Uh, and uh, that, of course, has the sense of, uh, of words that, uh, that it contains the idea of encouraging, admonishing one another and encouraging, like, hey, God will take care of you. And God's taking care of me. Uh, and, uh, and when you're singing, uh, God will take care of you. Uh, and, uh, and somebody up the aisle sees you like, amen, my, he does. And uh, somebody, somebody raises their hand. I was about to say this about that service I was in as I was watching the pastor and I got distracted with something else and they were singing one song and he'd asked for them to sing it and he's just kind of right here and I'm just not watching and they're singing. He was just, he was moved by that, the song it was in, and he just, he's just raising his hand. Now when, when people raise their hand in testimony to God, they're not like, you know, it's not when you see some people going like this. Is that's is something different, okay? Uh, and uh, but when somebody's like you know uh, you'll see pre- somebody's preaching, people go, "Amen!" They're like this. They'll raise their hand in testimony to God, and they're just raising their hand. In 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 many respects, they're saying, uh, "You know, uh, God, this is for you. It's worshipful. I'm in agreement uh, with what is being said." Uh, and so when we're singing a congregational, and I'm going to explain in a second that because I didn't do it very well this morning, uh, the importance of congregational music. It's not just worship to God, uh, but with this idea of admonishing one another in psalms and hymns uh, and teaching is important. So the teaching and admonition was to be, in the, this time, in the form of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Uh, and, uh, and, that, and someone said as a statement about the early Christian church that it was, it was not unusual uh, for churches to employ uh, verse or, as I mentioned this morning, rhythm for theological teaching and uh, in statements. They would do that. They would, uh, they would sing songs. That's why I talked about scripture songs being important. Uh, and, uh, but that would, it, it, and that explains Paul's exhortation in this verse under inspiration because that's what they did uh, uh, at that time. Uh, but it's a system uh, that we don't necessarily follow today. So we don't do a whole lot of teaching uh, with rhythm and, uh, and, uh, and whatnot, <clears throat> but with our congregational singing, uh, we, we still follow the custom of what was done. So when we sing s- songs that are filled with doctrine, uh, we are giving homage to the New Testament early church custom uh, of admonishing one another in teaching one another uh, the truths of God's word that we have uh, allowed uh, to, to basically find place in uh, our hearts and to dwell uh, with 
uh, richly uh, and in all wisdom. So we uh, preach the Word of God, and we study the Word of God, and we meditate on it, we let the Word of God dwell richly, and then we sing about that uh, in our church services, corporately as a congregation, uh, in, uh, I guess, homage to uh, a, uh, a custom uh, that they had back then. It's a good tradition. Not all traditions are bad. Uh, and, uh, in the con- and so congregational. So we'll have somebody leading a congregation, and where it's, it slips into and away from that custom, uh, and the doctrine is we have watered-down songs that the congregation is not singing, but a group of people are singing on the platform. Uh, and uh, and, and you're, it's just a slippery slope, uh, and we've got to be very, very mindful of not going down that road. Uh, so how do, and again, singing the right songs, singing them with all of our heart, because we're supposed to love God with all of our heart, uh, and doing it heartily uh, as to Him. Uh, and uh, you just, you know, uh, we'll sing everything from happy birthday to uh, this, that, and the other, and we'll, we'll sing at the top of our lungs uh, and with joy. Uh, and what all I want you to do is to feel and sing the same way uh, these songs that we sing here uh, in church. And so uh, it's to follow this custom. Then uh, Paul gives us three guidelines uh, in the, these verses that I want to touch on quickly, and then we'll be done. Uh, the, the first guideline is that everything should be done proportionally proportionally. I have three P words to give you uh, and we'll finish. It says, whatsoever you do in word and deed. So the Christian life is not all words. Uh, It's not all um, songs. Uh, It's not all sermons. Uh, One of the, the, um, uh, several years ago, (coughs) uh, I heard somebody recommend a song uh, and the song was by, uh, uh, I, uh, I forget the person's name, uh, but they basically, it was the whole premise of the song was turning the, the idea of, of performance in, in music, whatever, uh, that it's not all about singing, uh, it's about revival. And we're supposed to get rid of all the stuff uh, and, uh, and just pair everything back and get in touch with God. Uh, and it was really, it was like a contemporary artist basically telling everybody who's listened to their music uh, that they need to shut it off uh, and, uh, and, and, and get right with God. And, and, and I appreciated the song, and uh, I was just listening to it just a, a couple of weeks ago again, uh, and uh, just remind, so it's not all about songs. It, that's, you know, songs are worship. <clears throat> Let me say this about worship as well. Uh, worship uh, is singing, uh, and it's our congregational singing. It's to the Lord. Um, giving is worship. Uh, we, we worship Him in our giving. Uh, so when we are taking up an offering, I would just prefer people be worshipful. Uh, and uh, so, as I said, the beginning part of the church isn't coming in just getting ready, and <clears throat> the invitation isn't to gather up your stuff and get ready to go. Uh, neither is our offering time, uh, the time where you strike up a conversation with your neighbor and do this, that, and the other. Uh, it's, that's just not the time, because giving is worship. We're offering to God something uh, you know, back to Him, and so we should, we should do that uh, you know, with reverence. Uh, it's not to say that <clears throat> we have to be somber, uh, we can have a, <coughs> excuse me, uh, a song, uh, and it, the song could have uh, a, a quick, you know, uh, melody to it and beat, whatever, and all the different stuff that they would do. Uh, but uh, but our hearts need to be in it. We, what we should be doing is thanking God for the opportunity to give and to worship, and we should be participating in it. 
uh, in, uh, in our tithes and our offerings uh, and just to uh, do that. Now, I, I mentioned this also. Uh, I think it's important for us. Uh, I think you should be at church on time. Uh, I think if you get up and use uh, the restroom, uh, that uh, you should uh, uh, just sit in the back when you come back in. You get up and you go out uh, and, uh, and you come back in to sit in the back. Uh, that way you don't got to walk up uh, in the front. There's times where I've gotten up from the front because I'll sit down here and I'll go to the back for something. I'll just stay back there because I'm going to have to walk right back up here in the front and sit down and uh, interrupt everything. Uh, someone's singing a special. Um, uh, those of you who are ushering uh, in the back, uh, somebody, we have people in the hallway. Uh, if there's a song being sung and you're an usher, uh, you just, whoa, just wait a second. Just give it a second. And, uh, and when, when the song's done, you just kind of let, let people in. Uh, and uh, I think that's important to do for us to have the right type of spirit uh, and, uh, when it comes to our worship. So it's, it's not just words and sermons, it's also deeds. He said, uh, whatsoever you do in word uh, and deeds. So we have, we have the Great Commission to fulfill. We've got a healthy balance to maintain in our life. We've talked about running a race and striving lawfully and uh, removing weights and sins. Uh, it's, uh, it's deeds are important. For too many people, Christianity is just all talk. It's all talk. It's all words. It's all songs. It's all uh, platitudes and philosophy. There's no action to it. Uh, but our Christianity uh, is, is words and deeds. Do all of them uh, as unto the Lord. Um, I, you know, you hear all the time, and I say it all the time in my preaching, there's just too much in our Christianity that talks about uh, or, or uh, not putting any emphasis whatsoever on doing. It's just all about being. It's got to be. You're accepted and be. Uh, and uh, and if, you, if you tell somebody they're supposed to do something, uh, they're going to get upset and mad or whatever, so you just don't do it. You just really focus on Jesus and all the other things get done. No, there's stuff to be done. And, and uh, a Bible preaching uh, uh, pr- preacher uh, will tell you what those things are. So it's proportion. It's words and deed. All things, whatsoever you do in word and deed... You do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, which leads us to the second word, and that is everything must be done properly. Whatsoever you do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Again, we see Paul's balance uh, for him as he's teaching uh, the church at Colossae. Uh, Good works are always part of the Christian life. Uh, We're saved. Missionaries in underdeveloped countries, uh, they know the value of establishing like clinics, uh, and food banks and schools and uh, and it used to be like sanitariums and uh, uh, would it be leprosariums uh, and uh, I don't know uh, that sounds is that a word I got to check my okay all right uh, and uh, and they 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 knew the value of doing that but here's what we here's what we what we do and I, and I'm going to try to be better at this myself as a pastor is we try to we want to do community based things. Uh, but because of the PC culture we live in, we, we always got to do it like undercover. It's like you got to do something, but you can't have a, a church name attached to it uh, or that you're Christian. But you certainly shouldn't tell somebody about Jesus and whatever. And so we just we do good things and we should do Christian things. But everything we do needs to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so maybe we just got to like, hey, we like to do this. You just can't mention Jesus. Well, then then maybe we're just not going to do it then. Or maybe it's like, well, I can't promise you that, that we're not going to mention Jesus. I remember riding, doing ride-alongs with the police department. 
And, uh, and I spent like, I don't know how many, uh, it was like 1,400 hours or whatever with police officers and cars in the time that I had done all that. And, uh, and one of the, uh, the things that they would do, uh, officers, uh, they would, I say, just be yourself. And they would uh, inevitably, somebody would uh, say a foul word or whatever. They go, oh, I'm so sorry, chaplain. I'm so sorry. Uh, because they were, they were concerned uh, that I would go back with some type of grievance and complaint that, that they weren't being respectful or being prof- profane or whatever. And so they would apologize straight away. Some of them wouldn't uh, and uh, didn't care whatsoever. Uh, but most of them were always conscious of the fact that uh, I'm a reverend uh, and uh, I'm in the car with them. And so they would say, I'm sorry, reverend, uh, for uh, my language. Please uh, forgive me. Uh, and I'd say, save uh, a few Hail Marys and a couple of uh, our fathers, uh, and, uh, and you'll be good. Uh, and, uh, but what I, instead, what I did was I said, you know what? Um, you just be yourself. And I said, I promise you that I will not get offended uh, if you say a foul word. As long as you promise me, you won't get offended if I, if I mention the name of Jesus. How's that? And I say, all right, deal. Uh, and uh, so I'd be a witness to them and tell them about the Lord, and uh, and uh, and they would, uh, and we just kind of had an open thing. So it was a uh, there was a balance, uh, uh, but it needs to be done in the name of the Lord. Uh, so uh, doing everything, so social welfare and church programs and things, and all those things are important. We ought to uh, we ought to feed people in the name of Jesus, uh, and we ought to help them in the name of Jesus, uh, because it says we're supposed to do all things in what the name of Jesus. It's done proportionately, but it's also done properly, and that's what we do. Everything we do as a church should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, there's no other name uh, given among names, and so, so why wouldn't we do that? And by the way, who's going to if we don't? And, uh, and uh, we'll say, uh, here's what we'll, we'll say, something like this. Uh, people like who, who do those things say, well, that God will bless even a, a, a glass of water, a cup of water that's given in His name. Uh, certainly. Uh, but there's a, you know, uh, if I was to, um, well, let's take, for example, you just do something kind for somebody, all right? Uh, 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 and you just, most people aren't going to, they just think you're being nice. Uh, they just think, you know, you're opening the door for them or, uh, or let, me, let me get that for you. Uh, and uh, the other day, uh, I, was, uh, I dropped uh, Bethany and Yannick off at the airport and was in yesterday. Uh, I lose track of time. Uh, and, uh, and I was at a Starbucks, and, uh, and uh, there was a, a family, uh, and I was observing them at this table and, <clears throat> and was waiting for my coffee. And, uh, and a lady got up. Uh, and was going to give the baby uh, to dad. They had uh, three kind of oldisher kids and, and a, a baby, like a newborn baby. And uh, so, so he's like, let me help. And so she's going to give him the baby, and he goes in for baby and knocks over a water and a coffee, just like everywhere, just everywhere. And, uh, and so uh, everybody in the place was packed, and so everybody's like, everybody looks, and nobody does a thing. And, of course, she's trying not to yell at him. <laughs> she's, she stands up, and she just got completely hosed uh, with water and coffee, uh, and all because of just doing a, the baby handoff. Uh, and, uh, and so, so I'm like, so I'm grabbing napkins. I'm like, empty out the whole thing and bring it there. I'm like, hey, can you, uh, can you go over and, uh, and uh, give me some towels? Give me some towels to the, the baristas behind there uh, in Mayday, Mayday, uh, and, uh, and we get it all done. But you know what I did at the end? Give him a gospel track. 
I mean, people get so so I'm helping them. Uh, but but I went from just being uh, just being a help, which should be a kind of a normal response of, of most human beings uh, to helping them in Jesus name. And just say, you know, hey, uh, you know, uh, I'd just like to invite you out to our church or whatever. And and uh, in doing that. So do that. Keep tracks with you. Uh, be nice. Be kind. Uh, 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 you know, bless somebody, whatever. Buy them a cup of coffee. Uh, but do it in the name of Jesus, proportionally and then properly. And then thirdly and lastly, uh, everything must be done prayerfully. Uh, it says, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. The kind of life that Paul has been explaining uh, in Colossians is a life lived uh, beneath the shadow of the name of Jesus. It is, a, it is a front of mind, uh, everything to Him, everything, all things. Uh, it's everything we do is supposed to be done by faith. Uh, but we, we very seldom do anything that, re, that uh, requires faith. Uh, in the name of the Lord and to Him. So, so really, you should, you should be going to your job tomorrow in the name of Jesus. And, uh, and you, should, you should give 100% effort uh, because it's an, it's one, because work is one of those all things that you're supposed to do heartily to the Lord. God help you uh, if you just dial it in tomorrow at work. Just show up. Uh, I remember my dad, uh, he uh, was a machinist uh, for the Burlington Northern Railroad. And, uh, and, and my, my uncle, his brother, was also uh, a machinist uh, for uh, the... Uh, Masabi, I think it was, railroad, and, and uh, he retired from there. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, there were, there's, there's times, basically my dad uh, often would just show up, would crawl up into a locomotive uh, and sleep his entire shift uh, in, uh, in a locomotive engine uh, compartment. And because uh, there's no work to be done. Nothing's broken, they didn't fix it or whatever, so you just show up to work and, uh, and, uh, and would get up in there and, and basically not do anything. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know how that all works and why nobody ever got in trouble. Uh, he would go out, he would go out uh, in, the, in the rail yard uh, and go in his car and he would take a 30-odd-6 rifle uh, and, uh, and he, would, he would tape um, uh, uh, the soda bottles uh, to it and he'd be just, he would be just popping deer uh, and, uh, out of his car window uh, and that's how he passed time at work. Shooting deer, go out there and be had. Uh, instead of working on uh, uh, on r- railroad engines, uh, train engines, uh, he'd be like uh, gutting and skinning deer <laughs> that are hung up uh, inside the train yard. And uh, my point is, uh, you shouldn't work like that. You ought to put in an honest day's work uh, because you're doing it for the Lord. It's unto Him. You represent Him. So don't cheat on your time clock. Don't uh, don't do all those things. And do at everything prayerfully. So this means a life that's overflowing with gratitude towards God. Um, and it's like, hey, you're thankful for your job. You're thankful. Hey, you know, uh, I got off the plane the other day and was driving southbound on 167, uh, and, uh, and I was stuck in traffic just straight away uh, and just wasn't moving. And so I just decided I was going to have proactive thoughts and proactive language about it. So I just I turned on uh, uh, some music and uh, was just listening and singing and just enjoying the pace uh, of not getting where I need to go uh, because that's what happens around here. Uh, but I was thankful. I'm thankful for my car. 
I'm thankful for, you know, I'm on 167 and, uh, and uh, the mountain wasn't out when I was coming back. It had been raining, different stuff. I'm just thankful. I'm thankful this place is, is beautiful. And, uh, and maybe, maybe I should think, you know, thank you, Lord, that I don't, you know, I'm driving so slow that I can just take it all in. And, uh, but prayerfulness, all things done with, with prayerfulness uh, and thanking God, everything. Thank you, Lord, for letting me do this. Thank you, Lord, for having me go through this. Thank you for this trial. Thank you for this blessing. Uh, and, uh, and it was just, uh, I had uh, a wonderful time at this church, and they were a blessing to us, and uh, my wife and I in, in, in many ways. And, uh, and it was just, uh, it, was, it was good. Um, you know, I, I was thankful to be, uh, in one respect, on the receiving end of some hospitality. I told him, I said, I said, your hospitality game is strong. <laughs> uh, and thank you very much. I'm going to write him a thank you note because they're a blessing. And, we're, and I picked up things that we're going to do for our guests. Uh, one of the ones that we'll do when we have like Brother Schwanky or Brother Beckham or whomever, and they're our guests for our meetings, is, uh, is they just left a, uh, you know, there was like a basket thing or it was a bag there uh, with food and different things. And there's a little envelope in there. And I opened up, there's 100 bucks in there. And uh, just kicking around money. Uh, in case you want to get something. My hotel had a Starbucks in its lobby. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, and, uh, and so I just going down and says, thank you. It's like, it's like, I will have this and I'll have this. And I just reached in uh, to my $100 uh, little pile of uh, hospitality money uh, and said, thank you, Jesus. Thankful. And, uh, and, and, but it's not just the blessings. It's the, it's the, it's the bad stuff. I was sick as a dog. And, uh, and there was a, uh, the, where I was at in the hotel room, I, I got back there as prepared to leave to go to another meeting. Uh, and uh, the people in the next room came in. Uh, and there's a lady, she was hacking out her lungs. She's just coughing, just coughing, coughing, coughing. I mean, she was, I thought she was going to die. So I went out there and I knocked on the door. And she, uh, so she stops coughing. She's like, yes. And I said, I'm just going to leave out some uh, some uh, a brand new bag of cough drops and some of my Dayquil, uh, and I said, if you need something stronger, I got stuff next door. And she's like, thank you so very much. But 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 just in the middle of being sick, just to be thankful, thankful to be alive. You know, life's short. We see that today in the news, and uh, I mean, you don't know about tomorrow. But just be thankful. It's like, you know, thankful for breath, even uh, hard breath, and, uh, uh, and can't get a full one, and, uh, and maybe cough a little bit. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of people that wish they'd had that. And so it's a, it is a prayerfulness in all things, and his heart's so thank, thankful uh, for that. So that all parlays, of course, obviously, into what we've been talking about music and, uh, and singing. Uh, and we are to, uh, to approach that, I think, every day, not just in our corporate services. I think you, ought to, uh, have a jo- you should be joyful uh, in, in your life uh, every day. And so the word worship in whatever uh, is uh, what God is telling him, whatever. And I love that part in that word, whatever, uh, or whatsoever, uh, that, uh, that it includes everything else. So really, you're supposed to, I don't know, if you're in a bowling league, I guess you're supposed to bowl uh, heartily as unto the Lord. Uh, if, uh, if you are a cross-stitcher, I mean, give it all for Jesus, uh, and, uh, and, you just, and you just do it uh, as, as heartily unto the Lord, whatever it is, you go 100%. Uh, and it's not because so that you could be noticed, it's so that God can be noticed through you. It's to give Him glory. 
and it's not this whole kind of like sports thing. Uh, and uh, I was at, at one of the restrooms at this church I was at. Uh, there was, uh, uh, there's, they had artwork and things in there. And as you just go out the door, uh, it says, everything you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord <laughs> uh, in the restroom. Uh, and uh, I said, that's curious. I, so I walk out and I had mentioned that. So every time I walk out of the restroom, they'd see me, I go, like, you know, I was like, uh, like I just did that for Jesus uh, and, uh, and doing it heartily uh, as uh, for him. But, uh, but I don't even know why I told you that story. Uh, but it was, a, it was a funny thing from down there. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, but you get the idea. Everything you do, uh, you're supposed to do for the Lord. Uh, but how often do we just not think about him at all? And we give glory to self. And we're, uh, we're our, we're our pull ourselves up by our uh, bootstrings, uh, self-made, uh, whatever, working hard, and I deserve this and that and whatever, and that's the approach we take to life, and we honestly don't deserve anything. Uh, we don't deserve one thing. Uh, we deserve hell. That's uh, what we deserve. Uh, but God is gracious and kind towards us, and, and, uh, and so good, uh, bad, right, wrong, indifferent, the things that take place in your life, uh, all of them, uh, uh, prayerfully, with thanksgiving, you just thank God for it. Uh, and if you, if you have that spirit, uh, when you come to church and, and you're going to get up and sing, and, and, uh, and it's like, you know, uh, God will take care of you. I mean, you just open up to, to that song, and you're like, yes, He does. He does take care of me. He takes care of me so well, and I don't deserve it. Uh, and, uh, and God will take care of you, and you sing out, and you're admonishing each other. Uh, and uh, with the song and encouraging one another and singing psalms and singing them to the Lord and meaning it with your whole heart. Uh, That's what God wants about every single service, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, uh, whatever, revival services. uh, Wherever you are, uh, you do it to Him uh, and for Him, rather. And that is is God's expectation for us, and I hope that you see that from His Word today. Let's all stand tonight, and uh, we're going to stop there.